to the Zealand podcast after a week break so that I could recover from COVID, which I was convinced I would never get at a certain point, but I finally, I finally did succumb to. We are back, and I'm very excited today. I, I, I hate when people say that, Kev. I really do. Because what, am I not always excited for a podcast yeah, but you should episode. be more excited today. I'll, I mean, oh, I'll, I'll right. accept okay. extra excitement. Lelujo <laughs> is here. Uh, who we've Hi. actually, yeah, so I've actually never sat down and talked to before in a recorded fashion about the things that we're going to talk about today. You know, football manager, content creation, me, him, us. Just all the things that you want to hear two people talk about uh it full disclaimer it's nice and early in the morning so he has an energy advantage i fully plan on catching up by the end of the <laughs> recording today that's my goal now sounds like an excellent goal to have thank you i want to i want to start this off the top just for people that do not uh, do not know for some reason they should be aware of your fatherly still in your 30s presence uh in the football manager scene but uh, who are you who are you and how have you come to be in the the content creation world that is so strange <laughs> i am lelujo also known as kevin um and i i mean it's a combination of entirely by accident but also after a long, long time of trying to do something, but not necessarily knowing what the something would be. So specifically, Football Manager and YouTube is the bit that's by accident. But I have been plugging away, trying to do something for myself for as long as you can remember. I mean, I even going back to... I don't even want to say this around you when you've already mocked my agents. <laughs> even going back like 20 plus years to when I was still at school, I would always... I always kind of knew that... I wasn't going to be able to live my entire life sat in an office doing as I'm told. It doesn't really sit well with me. So I've always tried to do something. I was very early to podcasting. I've tried doing ebooks and blogging and you name it. If there was an if there was an internet get rich quick scheme that's been available in the last 20 years or so, I probably tried it. And I guess the one that the one that stuck, the one that I actually ended up being quite good at was YouTube, and it kind of just happened. It, unbelievably, one of the last ones I tried, despite the fact that I've played Football Manager pretty much every day for the last 25 years, it didn't occur to me to turn that into a job. Well, I'm 26, so I feel like that's the reason you win so many <laughs> streamer showdowns, is you've, <laughs> you've been playing oh, yeah. the game my entire life. Absolutely. Okay, I... I just... That, now that that makes me angry. Now I, I'm never going to be able to cover that gap until I'm, you know, until Kev's no longer on the earth, and I'll be able to make up a few years right on the back end. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, but then it'll always be. But would he have won if Kev was here? Exactly. Well, I, I love how you can see forward into those those news headlines. It'll be it'll be Ben on the lowdown going. Well, you know, Kev's not here anymore, so so <laughs> it's, it's a real shame. We can't really see if he if he actually has the metal to do it. You know, it's unbelievable. Exactly. So, uh, are you on TikTok? I feel like that's the latest get rich scheme oh, on the internet. God, I've you, tried. Are you still pushing and continuing to to go for all of the different fads? I I try, but there's there's less there's less motivation to do it now. I found one that actually was successful. It's uh. not a case of jumping on everything just to try and to get something to stick. So I've tried TikTok multiple times to the point where I think I've kind of tied myself in a knot on TikTok because 
there's somebody camping on the Lelujo username on TikTok, oh. and I've sent them no, no, no end of DMs. I've tried talking to TikTok directly. I want my my name, but part of me does wonder if it's me from several years ago <laughs> from when I tried the first time and I just can't remember the login. So there's a very good chance I'm on there multiple times. I try every now and again. I'm going to be trying again soon, but it's I, I'm just too old for it. I just I don't I, I don't think I get what makes a good TikTok. You know, I'm just. It, it, Interesting. I, I have this. I have the same feeling. I've started making TikToks for the last month, and I I I feel too old for it. And for me, that's the first time I've ever had that feeling where it's like I just don't. I don't really watch it. I haven't gotten yeah, into it yet. Yeah, I think that's yet. the key thing. That's the issue. If, yeah. Because I don't watch it, I don't really get what's good. Because like I I've, I've got kids who are teenagers and. So I've shown them some of the stuff I'm doing, saying, why can I be successful on YouTube but no one cares when I do the same thing on TikTok? And they're like, straight, well, well, you're not using any of the sounds. I'm not using any of the what? You're not using any of the sounds. You need to be using <laughs> sounds and music. Like, well, what music do I use? Whatever's trending. How do I know what's trending? It's just, it's a whole other layer of thing that um, I've I've basically tasked Chris, my editor, with go back through all of my clips on twitch and turn them into tiktoks and that's my latest oh, attempt that, that's essentially <laughs> that's essentially the same thing i'm doing i have i have an editor that's in and i'm like i need you to learn everything about tiktok for me because even though i've started to try and watch tiktok i don't get it so whatever you can discern from this and then we can find some combination of my clips and then me recording some extra stuff on the side to turn them into tiktoks i mean, I just learned how to put titles on the, the the slides i thought you had to put a title in some frame in the video so that you could then make that your title i mean it's just a very slow learning curve but i feel like this sort of stuff always is the the fun thing is i just got a text message that's all about professionalism here uh -oh. um it actually was about tiktok i've started to ask I, wow why are they oh i guess it's school so i have a bunch of young cousins and i've started to ask them you know like 14 years old i've started to ask them hey can you tell me what is good on tiktok and one of them just texted <laughs> me back that was that's the, <laughs> i don't think i've ever received a and more i really hope test. what they texted was you're too old. Yeah, you're do, too, do something else. You old, yeah, you old, dusty, <laughs> like, uh, 26 years old. I'm already cooked. But now they, they, they're starting to respond with, you know, these different, well, you gotta, uh, if, if somebody tells me to dance, though, I think that's where the line is. I don't think I'm ever gonna be dancing in front of a camera in public. <laughs> would, here, uh, would you ever dance in front of a camera in public for views? One of the very first things I ever did on YouTube, long before my YouTube channel, I did a dance because I was oh. doing a podcast like this is going back probably 10 years or so ago. And one of the segments on the podcast is the dance that goes with everything where I'd basically been filmed dancing at a party and we just edited the video, took the sound off and put it on YouTube and challenged people to find songs that when they played it in the background of the dance didn't fit. And no one ever could. The dance fitted everything. So there is a video of me on YouTube dancing in silence from probably 12 years or so ago. It's one of my very first pieces of video content. So yes, I would apparently. Probably wouldn't now. I think that might be my, my <laughs> one and only dance. 
But you have done because, it. You've tried everything. Yeah, and when it, it does go with every song, though, so it's fine. Bob, I do love those. There's the one with, like, Spider-Man dancing. That's the one I grew up with. That one goes with every song. But for a certain segment of uh, of English children, Kev dancing to every song <laughs> is what they yeah. grew up with. That's the, that's the meme that they survived. Exactly. I do think of you, though, as somebody that shockingly doesn't surprise me because you're, you're somebody that is essentially... You've tried everything i mean a bunch of people give you uh at least ben and when i say a bunch of people i mean ben uh, give you a bunch of nonsense for you were your vlogger uh you you've gone back and Absolutely. forth on, on still doing the vlogs as well uh, and you have the football manager on the side and you're in this completely different age bracket than than everybody else that does football manager content uh, and Football manager content has changed a lot over the last three years since I started paying attention to it. Uh, so what do you think has been the biggest challenge evolving what you do specifically with with the times? Because you've had to evolve more than everybody else. You said it yourself. You've been doing this for 12 years ago. You were dancing to no music. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I think the biggest the biggest shock to me now is when I look back what i was doing when i started six years ago i started my youtube channel when i look back to what i was doing then i actually don't think i could start now i think the the barrier to entry is that much higher now than it was when i started because when i first started i was i literally walked out into my garage with a macbook air under my arm and an old logitech headset and stood the macbook up on top of a pile of moving boxes headset on no camera and just started talking about football manager and it was so basic that because i didn't know how to edit video at all then i could show the matches fine but anything else i would do as powerpoint slides that i would then insert in oh that's awesome and it was so amateurish the audio is terrible there's no camera and you can see kind of the evolution of how things have gone over the six years there's that christmas i got a green screen for christmas and there's an entire season of that series like 10 12 episodes where i've got a camera now because i got a logitech webcam and i got a green screen but i don't yet know how to use the green screen so it's a little box in the corner of me sat in front of a green screen <laughs> with nothing edited on it so you can just see this creased green sheet behind me in this little corner of the screen and i literally just made it up as i went along and figured out what to do as i went along and you just wouldn't get away with it now people people wouldn't give give you the time of day they wouldn't give you the second chance i look at i i'm mean, sure you do as well regularly get people sending have a look at my first youtube video oh, or whatever all, all the time yeah, yeah and occasionally i do have a little look normally i say send me your hundredth and i'll have a look but sometimes i look at their first ones i look at them and think this is like where i was three years in this is this is terrifying and not only is it are they already where i was three years in but i'm also you look at some of you like but you're probably not going to make it because and it's 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 very very different and um i've just about managed to keep pace um after you invented rgb lighting we all went that way you invented rgb lighting as far as the football manager community is concerned if you go back a month pre-zealand no one's got any of that you look now everybody's got it you invented that <laughs> I, I thought what i invented was people being putting their face on thumbnails that's what i thought i invented 
That was I the one ben thing that I noticed that a after bit before you maybe. Yeah, after I started I think, doing that stuff, that all of a sudden a lot more people started popping up on thumbnails, and I'm like, I've changed the world. Yeah, I mean, you actually you actually made us have to think about thumbnails again. You even going back a year for me, my thumbnails were shocking because it's not something I ever. Not only it's not something I never put any thought in, but it's also something I didn't really need to put any thought in. I was succeeding despite the fact that my thumbnails were absolute dross uh, because it didn't matter because nobody's thumbnails were any good. So if you were looking for football manager stuff, it was fine. If you go back to last year's non-league to legend, there's the, every thumbnail is exactly the same. They're the same color. It's just the words non-league to legend written in the middle of the thumbnail with a club name maybe a club badge and an episode number and the only thing that was changing day to day was the episode number and that was fine that was getting the job done and yeah that's a, that's been a thing in the last year that it's become clear that thumbnails matter i think football manager was very late to adopt that and if that's your fault you're a monster well, yeah, probably, the amount of I money i've had to give clates because of you well i just, i i know i know i know i know i i i, I ruined it with my own version of the trial and error than figuring well that was how i had to get in because I, I showed up a lot later than you guys so yeah. the, i had i had to get in by raising the barrier of uh entry i i think i accidentally locked a lot of people out of being able to do what what you did in a lot of ways oh yeah there's there's no way now i mean as much as i want to give the nice guy advice and say don't spend any money early on and i mean because i never did i everything i've ever spent on content has been money i've made creating content I, I you know i've my first camera was paid for with ad revenue but now i I don't think you can do that because i think if you don't make the investment up front now you're probably never going to get to the point where you make any ad revenue um so it's it's difficult because i think as a minimum now people need to be coming in with a decent microphone a decent camera decent lighting and they need to know how to edit and they need decent thumbnails and if you don't have those things you're just not going to get anywhere and that's um yeah i'm glad i'm glad you came along after me and not before me because otherwise i'd be <laughs> i'd be still plugging away doing whatever i whatever else i would be doing now goodness knows what it would be yeah see i couldn't have come on but i couldn't have come along before you because i was still in the process of learning how to not suck in the first place because you that were was still my... nine years old that's yeah. right that's no, yeah, yeah, i that, was still well, i was still at school well yeah in high school over there wearing wearing vans with white socks trying to look cool with my long hair that was that was that was the stage of life i was in but no i had the couple of years before uh let's see so if you started youtube six years ago i started streaming four years ago and I started okay. streaming before I did YouTube. So there was at two years into your career, I did start doing stuff and I was just bad for a while. I feel like that's what everybody needs. Everybody has oh, to yeah, be you've bad got, for you've a got while. To put, you've got to put the hours in because even with all that other stuff I've just listed off, having that stuff doesn't guarantee you success. You need to be comfortable talking into a microphone and talking into camera. And that's the, that's the one thing that now I think people... I may be putting less focus on because they're more focused on the gear and the fancy edits and all sorts of stuff like that. Where actually, if you if you're not confident and comfortable on camera and talking into a microphone and you can't speak clearly and coherently, you haven't got a chance. And that's that's the bit that you can only get by putting the reps in over however long it takes to do. So 
like I say, I've been doing podcasts since 2009, I think, was my first podcast. So I've been really... And if you go back and listen to that stuff, I I do not sound like the same person. If you were to play that, and if you were to play my first podcast, just a clip from it where I don't say my name and say, do you know who that is? Most people probably wouldn't know it was me because my my way of speaking is completely different now because I taught myself how to get better at it through practice. Now, I want to push it further in that direction, but do you feel like when you turn the camera on, you are playing something like a character? Absolutely. Absolutely. I do... If, if we weren't... If I didn't know this conversation was for a podcast, I would be struggling. I have no social skills. I remember we did uh, we did a, a content creator meetup probably about three or four years ago. No, I've heard I've um, heard about this. I've I've heard from and, from Ben that like yeah, Kevin just didn't really talk to anybody. Yeah, and I um because I kind of got was vlogging at the time, uh, I'd kind of got this thing where if the if the camera was in my hand, I could talk fine. If the camera wasn't in my hand, I don't know what to say. I don't I don't really I've never really been able to do conversations. I've never really been able to I've never really had social skills, but when I when I'm sat at my desk with my microphone in front of me, when I'm holding my camera, when I'm Lelujo, I can do this because I've taught myself to do this. This is me playing the role of Lelujo. But Kev is very uh is very quiet and doesn't really say a lot and doesn't really know what to say and yeah, it's definitely completely different and you'll see it with um matt nerdphonic and ben in particular will always want to clarify whether they're talking to kev or lelujo because don't believe a word lelujo says because he's playing a role but at the same time if it if it's kev he's probably not going to say very much at all yeah i feel like there's not a lot of people that are actually that admit that which, which i always thought was interesting because yeah of course when i turn on a stream i am immediately like i have 10 times the energy that i'll have the rest of the day the stream ends and i'm in a coma for the next two hours mm. i'm eating i'm laying on the couch i'm doing absolutely nothing i probably say five words the next two hours after a stream i am not this ball of energy that's losing my mind with every corner and uh but <laughs> but there you have to kind of create this impression that you know this is me so that you're relatable to the people that are watching you and they don't feel like they're seeing something fake and I always say you're not seeing something fake. You're just seeing a part of my personality. So is Lelujo a part of your personality? Yeah, definitely. It's it's. I'm a I'm a big wrestling fan, and they always say the oh. best wrestling characters uh, where you take an element of their personality and like dial it up to eleven, and that's that's what Lelujo is. It's it's the it's the bit of this sounds so cheesy. It's the part of me I wish I was. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part but, of me. I, yeah, are you a Disney yeah. princess? I, yeah, I wish I could be Lelujo all the time. But, um, oh, Anna would kill me. God, she'd kill me if I was Lelujo all the time. But um, yeah, it's it's just a part of the the bits of my personality that are entertaining, I guess, that you learn by trial and error. And the bits that get a reaction, you just lean into them a little bit more. And over time, the character forms into this thing that ends up for me certainly quite a long way away from where i was <laughs> when i started because i am quite tuned in to the reaction that i'm getting which i think a lot of that came from my training as a teacher you had to you have to know 
how people are consuming what you're trying to communicate. If you're if what you're communicating isn't being received, you have you have to try something different uh, because otherwise you're not teaching properly. And I think the combination of that and the fact that I've just got this obsessive personality anyway means that I do obsessively pay attention to what's working and what's not and lose the bits that aren't and really lean in even more to the bits that are to the to the point where you know they, i i spent a stream of showdown sat on the floor of my office because <laughs> because i was losing matches oh. and yeah it's like well i was sit on the floor then i mean i would i'm not gonna do that it was just it was just me play, sat playing football manager on my own in the dark in my pants i'm not gonna sit on the floor but i thought i think this would be quite funny i'm gonna do this and did it and now people ask me to sit on the floor which i don't want to do again because it hurts I'm old because it hurts. <laughs> yeah, I can't get up again. <laughs> if you, I, I tell you, I was in the bathroom, I think, and I, 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 I do this thing before I take a shower where you just kind of sit on the toilet lid and just look at your phone for 10 minutes. It's a very millennial thing to do. And I stood up from that to actually get into the shower and my back just felt like somebody had stabbed it. And it was the first time. And I was like, I need to take note of this. This is the oh, first we'll, time we'll I've experienced. always remember time the back happens. Yeah. yeah. The first time I've just been hit with a shooting thing of back pain for no reason Mine, at all. Mine, I was picking up cheese in the supermarket. I just, I just leaned. Like a whole wheel I, I, or something? No, just a, just a normal sized block of cheese. I just, I guess I bent and twisted slightly wrong. Went down to pick up the cheese. Couldn't get back up again. And that was, <laughs> oh, welcome to the world of back pain. Ah, and we've landed, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. oh, fabulous. Do you do you ever look at where you are now and are you, through the lens of where you were, say, six years ago, and you're just amazed at where you are now, or are you kind of almost embarrassed, or are you are you excited about where you are now? Like, what's your pers- what's your deep perspective on where you've landed in your in your I career? Am constantly amazed surprised and feel like a fraud most of the time i did um i made a video recently where i talked about how much money i'd earned in the last year and because uh, it'd been something i'd kind of done all the way through when i was earning 200 pounds a year um and i've kind of kept it going because people find it interesting to see the development of it yeah. and i i said in there firstly if this is getting if this is seen as braggy and embarrassing now then tell me to stop and i'll never do one of these again but also i made a point in that video where i'm so afraid that i'm going to get found out afraid might be too strong a word but so afraid that i'm going to get found out that i save like more than half of what i earn gets squirreled away because i'm constantly expecting this to end any time because i never expected it i never expected it to go as far as it has i never expected it to be as successful as it has been and i fully expect i'm going to find a way to just blow it up any moment and it's just going Ah, really badly wrong so i'm kind of yeah i i i it's just baffling i don't really i mean and that's not to say I didn't work hard and this was what I was aiming for. It is what I was aiming for all along. But you kind of aim for things and don't necessarily expect to get there. And I think looking back from where I am now to where I was even two years ago, yeah, it was the goal to get to this point. Did I think I would? No, not a chance. 
Um, and now I look forward, and it's like, well, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't even know what goals to set now because every part of what's got me to this point of my life has been right. Well, I should be setting goals, but we're we've kind of we're reaching the the uncharted territory now. I I don't I don't know. I don't know if there's more growth in this because my entire the entirety of the last six years has basically been chasing Jack and Ben, and now I've caught them up, and it's like well who do i is is there more <laughs> is, yeah. or uh, n- now i've caught up does that mean we're all kind of i, d- I don't know it's, no, it's it, it, well, I, my, my brain's all over the place at the moment i've always said uh i'm just gonna push football manager as far as i can push it and we don't i don't know exactly how far that goes but I'm going to push it as far. I'm going to push it as far as I can push it. But I did love the shot of adrenaline I got because I'm not, I'm not, you always been more of a numbers guy than me, but I am similarly a goal oriented guy. And so when I sat down, I had 3000 subscribers. I wrote the subscriber number of every football manager channel that was bigger than me. I wrote it down in a notes <laughs> document on my phone and I said, all right, that's what we're aiming for. And then when I passed Jack, I was like, where the hell am I going now? Because I, don't, <laughs> I but then Jack, Pat, the, Jack in a, way, in a way that I find incredibly interesting and in a way that the, the sort of thing you only see happen on social media creation kind of absorbed some of my ideas, but then made them his own and started doing these videos that I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. You know, and you started doing these videos where I'm sitting there like, oh, I should have thought of that. You know, like <laughs> these the different tests or something. And Jack actually missled by me because he, you and him have the experience of when a new game comes out, you do this and that and this and that and this and that. Hmm. Where I was a lot better this year than I was last year because last year I was still tagging videos with FM20 when I was making videos about FM21 because I didn't know you were supposed to change. I thought it just changed naturally. So I don't know if you knew that. Last year, I, I tagged every video I made for the first month as FM20 when they were about FM21. You silly goose. And so it just, everything just flatlined for a month. And I was like, what is going on? This is it. This is Armageddon. Nobody's watching the videos anymore. But it was just, I was tagging them with the wrong game. Oh, on, on behalf of the rest of the football manager community, I thank you for leaving the door ajar <laughs> for us. Because this time last year, you were you had a rocket behind you and there was no catching you. So I did. thank you for letting us back in the game. No, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'll do what I can. You know, I do what I can. That was my, that was my community service for the, for the for the month the horrifying feeling i can't even describe to you when i realized what was going on and i went okay well i just wasted the launch of a game by tagging every video with the wrong thing but i i got that motivation again when all of a sudden jack caught me and Mm. i went oh i'm not invincible because you do you go from what you were just describing to oh man I, I don't know if i deserve this i kind of feel like an imposter am i even right about the things that i'm talking about like i work hard to make sure that i'm right but if do we know this for sure on the other side you have those days where you're sitting there and you go i'm just the greatest i am completely <laughs> i'm completely invincible you know you drop a video and it starts doing really well and you're like well i knew that was gonna do really well like Haha. and i felt my own mortality when jack showed up again and I'm like, I'm just being severely outplayed and so I had to get on my horse again and I'm like, I had to relearn <laughs> and reevaluate what was successful and I, I love that process I think that's probably what I'm addicted to the most 
is the process of looking through YouTube and going, you know, I think this is going to work and then doing it. And then it works. And then I go, ah, ha, ha, and I have one day of, of glory. And then it's back to <laughs> two days later. We've all stolen it from you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need, you need well, the next idea. Yeah. No, the, well, that's the other thing is I do videos every other day. You do videos basically every day. You, you, you get these short windows of like, if you succeed, it's yes. But then the next day, You've got to do doing something else and you've got to make that a success. Uh, I do. I do have the one question that I, I meant to ask when I came into here, which when I came in to talk to you because you are somebody that has you've always impressed me in the in the football manager space with your ability to adapt. Uh, and I think that is one of the hardest things to do, especially when you've been doing it for six years and you're doing it a certain way. And all of a sudden the, the landscape changes because I just. I blew it up in some senses, like you said. At least initially, I had the rocket behind me, and it was just this whole... I didn't know even what I was doing right at that point, but it just was happening. But you you adapted and reacted, and you, you said stole some stuff, but you grabbed stuff, made it better. What do you think makes a YouTube video good now as Lelujo? Story. It all comes back to story. Um, there's there's lots of little tricks you can do to get more people to click initially and, you know, fancy thumbnails, fancy titles, th fancy SEO. That's all great for getting people through the door, but you only grow by keeping them in once you get them there. And the only way you can do that is story. So that's, I mean, I, I think I, I am a little bit different to a lot of creators in that my entire channel has been basically built on series. I don't do very many standalone videos at all. Um, I've, I've maybe done five or six during the launch of FM22. But other than that, everything else has been a part of one big series. It's one big story. And that's what keeps people coming back every day. It's the, it's the story and finding the story in the game. It's, Football Manager is a wonderful storytelling platform. And oh, it's when fantastic. I, yeah, when I, when I was playing it, before I was doing YouTube, I would be living in a fantasy world playing it. You know, I do my silly things where I go and look for a house near where I'm going to be living and find out how much of a mortgage I could get and check the route to the trading ground on Google Maps. And just, <laughs> I go full role play with it. I'm sat here wearing a Norwich training shirt because in today's video, I didn't want to wear my suit because we were fiddling with tactics. I can't do tactics in a suit. I have to be on the training ground to work on tactics. So I'm dressed like Perfect. I've been on the training ground. And it's, um, yeah, it's it's story. That's that's the key to it. And um, that's the bit that the, the great thing is the more I do it and the longer I'm doing it for, the better I'm getting at that. And the other stuff is great because... I've got far more eyes on the series and on the videos now than I had six months ago, uh, than I had a year ago. My Barcelona series had a massive impact on that. That was just like the perfect series at the perfect time. And that was also coincided with me doing proper thumbnails for the first time. And it was like a perfect storm. I'd never had a good September before. It was traditionally my worst months ever. And then September last year was my best month I'd ever had because that series hit so hard. And I've just kind of taken the momentum from that and used that i think i don't, I don't even know two hundred thousand views on episode one of that series but right from the word go we were telling a story and i've kept that story running all the way through to the point where i've i've retained a lot of those people now and 
that, like I say, that's why they're coming back every day because of the story that they're being told. Um, yeah, story, story, story. That was that was the video that I looked at, and I was like, "You sh like that man? <laughs> that was such a good idea." <laughs> <laughs> for those for those wondering, we do sit there and we look at each other's videos, and instead of me being like, "Ooh, let me watch this," that seems great. I'm sitting there like, "Ah." Oh, what well, even the, even the Barcelona video was was it was a, a, an idea that was stolen and then put my own spin on it because three days before Viking Dan put out a video because Ronaldo's just gone back to Manchester United. Viking Dan put out a video showing you how to play FM 22 on FM 21 mm -hmm. and literally went through the process of this is how you do update everything and this is how you change the start date. And I'm, I'm, I sat and watched that video and thought, well, then I can... Everyone's talking about doing a Barcelona rebuild on FM 22. I can do it now. I'm going to do what he's done there, and I'm going to do it now. And that's the great idea. Because why wouldn't I do it now? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But if Dan hadn't done the Manchester United version with Ronaldo going back there, then I don't do Barcelona. So even that is stolen. And I, I love the, the beautiful poetry of it being stolen from Viking Dan, who just is always on my back on the lowdown. And um, thanks, Dan. You really did change I the channel for the better. Really, in the last six really months. hope he hears that. He's got, <laughs> he's got, he's got to. Like, to be fair, I did credit him in the first video. I did say, if you want to know how to actually set up what I've set up, this is the video to go and watch because this is all on Dan. He he's the one who's made this possible because it was it's not something I'd ever even thought to do before. But as soon as I realised it was doable, it was like, well, I'm, I've got to do it then. That hits on it actually hits on one of my core tenets. If you want to do this, is being able to copy people, and that sounds bad, but it actually. I mean, all of social media is based on. I think Ludwig, the the streamer guy, calls it the yoink and twist, where you you just rip something from somebody else, but then you give it your own twist. I mean, the idea for my tutorials, I copied other people whose tutorials I liked to watch. Mm -hmm. You know, well, I'm just going to, instead of, I know FNG, anytime there's time, there's downtime without B-roll, he just shows him playing FIFA in football this week. I just show my face and I'm just sitting <laughs> here talking to you about how to play this game. And then once I have more B-roll, then I would, I would put it back in. But boy, did I hate editing back in the day. But I edited two videos a week for two years while I had another job. Mm. It is the hardest job of the world. I don't, that's not actually true. Somebody's going to come out with, well, somebody that like cleans sewers or something. And I watched Dirty Jobs growing up and what a show. But there is something unique about the struggle of doing this job that I, I've struggled to put into words. Are you able to put it into words? No, it's, I, I mean, I, yeah, you have to be very careful using, using phrases. You do, like, because it's we're, we're very lucky. We're very lucky the, the, as well. The core of the job itself isn't that hard. I don't think. But what makes it hard is the fact that there's no separation between work and non-work. Like, we work out of our own yes. houses. We are monetizing something that was previously a hobby. It's like the lines between work time and downtime are just so completely blurred that you can feel like you're like on a bad day it'll be like you'll feel like you've worked 18 hours 
because you have but yes, on a good day yeah. it's I've had 18 hours having great time I'm so glad I don't have to go and do a real job yeah, well, I won the showdown this was a good day you know. yeah exactly but it's the same tasks that you're doing and some days they feel like work and some days it's just well this is what I'd be doing anyway my goodness me am I a lucky little boy um, so yeah it's it's finding the balance which is something that I've really had to focus in on in the last year or so because a cardiologist told me to. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I would I listen was, to those. I listen to those. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to find better balance between it, but it's, it is still difficult. Like I, I, for the longest time I was doing two videos a day, every day I would have two series running. Um, it took me a long time to learn work smarter, not harder. It was only when I stopped doing that and increased the quality of the one that I was doing that the views really started to flow. But um, yeah, it's it's difficult to find that balance and know when to switch off. And like, even the stuff that I do for leisure time is in the same place as my work stuff. Yep, like my same, PS5 same. is next to my PC. So if I want to sit and play FIFA, I'm still going to be sat at my desk where I would be working. And it, it's, yeah, it's... That get, that turns I, into a bit of a mess for me. I'll, my, so I, have a, I live with a roommate. Uh, because I live in New York, and if you want to live by yourself, you have to be a trust fund billionaire. Uh, and so he'll walk by my room with the. I'll have the door open after I do a stream, and he'll see me at my computer. It, but the problem is, it's so confusing because I could be at my computer playing Skyrim, or I could be at my computer having a meeting with editors. He doesn't know, and so he'll hmm. peek his head in a, a worker fund, and I'll just be like, "Work." Or, I've got a little I'm sliding thing for my door. Same thing, yeah. <laughs> like like a doctor would have with um like or like on a toilet engaged not engaged. <laughs> yeah, engaged i've got a little sliding thing on my door oh, so man. depending on where the slider is anna knows whether she's safe to come in or not um because yeah it's it is difficult and sometimes like she'll be she'll be having a hard day and she'll stick her head in the door and see me looking like i'm just having the time of my life and it's like well i am working so hard out here do you want to come and help it's like i'm working hard too it just doesn't necessarily look like it because my job is awesome but (laughs) explaining that to my mom's but are you sure like you're just playing video games all day you're not actually working hard but then i think honestly the fact that it's my career started while i was living at home was good because she would then see that it was work and that at the end of a long day i would stagger out of my room looking like death and just lay down on the couch and be, oh that was a long day today i didn't want to edit whereas that my dad still doesn't get it at all he's it's six years in he still doesn't really i mean i quit being a teacher four and a half years ago i think and he still doesn't understand why i quit my good secure job to, nah. to just do weird stuff on the internet that he doesn't really get and he'll never get. He just doesn't understand it. No, my grandma thought that I streamed on Netflix because she hears the word streaming around Netflix, and so perhaps she. That's the next, perhaps that's the next step. Perhaps we should sell <sighs> the network game to Netflix. Yeah, well, well the let's Netflix sell them game. The idea. It's perfect. Yeah. Synergy. <laughs> the Netflix game. <laughs> yeah, let's oh, get on that. Goodness, that's. But you, you did encapsulate it. I, I have friends that are starting to budget their social media. You know, oh, I can only go on Twitter once a day or something. And I'll look at him and I I can't do that. I yeah, have to. It, it's work. It's work. It's the, I have to go on Twitter eighty five times a day because I have. If something happens, I've got to be there. 
Yeah, or, and I if don't something, have to and be, if, I, but if, if I'm not there, it'll help work if I'm there. Like when you had your little video the other week about the um about the dynamic, dynamic youth, youth rating, yeah, forever and, enshrined as a meme at this point. But I didn't know what was going on. I kind uh, of went to Twitter. It must have been six or seven hours after the video. I'm on Twitter and everyone's talking about Sports Interactive being liars, and I'm like, why? What have they done? And I, I, I had to go sort of trace back through the steps and the tweets like a detective to work out what on earth would gone on because on the other end of it i had people saying okay for the fact that you've not said anything on this oh, it's pretty poor yeah. you, you need to have an opinion on this an opinion on what i don't, know I don't even know what's going on <laughs> yeah Oh, that, that that is one of the things hey what do you think about this hey what do you think about that that honestly i was i was tired and i was on stream yesterday and there were three consecutive messages of people saying hey, what do you think about this and it was three people that i'd never heard of like what do you think about this guy this guy and this guy and at a certain point i just looked at the camera and i was like chat i don't know who that is I don't know who that guy is. I don't know who that guy is. I have no idea. I have nothing to offer an opinion. Like every once in a while, you just get so afraid. You're like, I got nothing to offer on this. I, I yeah, promise. Absolutely. I I don't know anything more than you do about this person. I am not. I am a. I am a dude whose camera is on an Amazon box. And when this is over, I will waddle in my boxers to the bathroom and then make a smoothie. And that's what my day is going to consist. Like I am. In Don't spite- make a smoothie in the bathroom. That's a that's a massive rookie mistake. Well, I, <laughs> I feel like that's some sort of electrical hazard or something. But I, I try and stress that. It's like, look, I don't. Uh, you can see the fancy lights and the camera and the numbers and whatever. I am still just a dude whose desk is a fold-out table next to his bed. <laughs> that's what I'm still doing. That. Well, Kev, I really appreciate you. Uh, you getting on. I'd never been able to pick your uh, your brain about content creation and it's been a fabulously interesting time it's been a lot of fun thank you for having me sir i'll see you in a couple of hours for the draft oh god yeah of course i better uh, do some prep i know I'm, I'm gonna have to go do that too but i don't think we should stay on a call for that no absolutely not i need to go and steal stuff from clates yeah. <laughs> away with you <laughs> toodle pip